Hi, Podcast Babe, and welcome to Season 5 of the Podcast Babes podcast. Get ready for inspiring interviews with female podcasters every Monday and a bite-sized podcast hack episode every Wednesday. If you want to learn more about podcast monetization or if you're ready to outsource podcast management, be sure to check out our website at thepodcastlabs.com. Okay, so now let's go into the episode. Hey, Podcast Babe. Today I have a super interesting and exciting episode for you. I am actually right in the middle of this. I have a few sponsors now for both of my podcasts, which is super, super exciting. And they all kind of came at the same time. And I just learned a lot about negotiating sponsorships in the last few weeks, honestly, few months maybe. And it all kind of began with the interview I had with Jillian on the Podcast Base podcast, which is the episode that went live last Monday. So if you haven't already, definitely check out that interview because she had some really, really good tips about working with sponsors. And at the time that I recorded the interview, it was recorded maybe two months before it went live. And right at that time, two different sponsors for both of my podcasts, so one for each podcast, reached out to me and wanted to negotiate a sponsorship deal. Um, so it was such perfect timing, first of all, and I could use her tips right away. And in this episode, I want to tell you a little bit more about what I did to negotiate the sponsorships, what to look out for, and yeah, some like tips that I have for you because I also got a few questions about this on social media, on Instagram, and some DMs about this. So I thought I would just record an episode because I know that there is not that much transparency about this, honestly. Like not that many people talk about this, especially for small podcasts. Okay, so like I said, actually all sponsors that I have reached out to me and I did not do any cold emailing, cold calling or anything like that. So on that part of the sponsorship journey, I don't have that many tips, to be honest. Um, however, I would say make it easy for sponsors to contact you. So make sure that your email address is somewhere where it's easy to be found if people are looking for it and make sure that it is clear that you're open to sponsorships. I think that is also a good tip. So then they would know that, okay, if I send an email to this person, at least we can negotiate something. So that is one thing I will say about getting sponsors. But then the next step, which is maybe even a more exciting part is then negotiating a good deal, which is a win-win for everyone, right? First step when talking to a sponsor and negotiating a deal or starting negotiations is make sure that they're a good fit for your brand and for your audience. I think this is just such an important step. And I turned down sponsors in the past because I didn't think they were aligned with my own values. Or I thought that they it was just not interesting for my audience what they were selling. So then I would also say, no, sorry, I don't think it's a good fit. And I think this is a really, really important step. And yes, it feels scary to just say, no, thank you. I don't want your money. Of course, I, I love money. I want to make money with this podcast. I'm all about monetizing podcasts. But I think in the long run, that will actually 
make you more professional. It will make you build trust with your audience because you don't just offer them noise in in your episodes with promotions of products that they're never going to buy and that they are probably not interested in. So don't skip this step. Then the second step I would say is think before you jump on any call with any potential sponsor, think about what you would like to offer. And then also think about pricing. So first of all, think about sponsorship model. There are a few different models that you can choose from. And I have a different model for both of my different podcasts. So for the podcast-based podcast, I have included a sponsorship snippet mid-roll in some of the episodes. And I included a link in the show notes. And that will be there forever. So I have a sponsor for this season of the podcast. And the episodes that they sponsored will stay the same forever. I'm not taking out the sponsorship snippet it's just always there so also in a year from now if people still listen to this episode which might honestly happen because it's evergreen content they will still hear this sponsorship okay cool that is one way to do it on my other podcast i have a different sponsorships model i am using dynamic ads on my podcast which basically means that i upload a a sponsor snippet so a host read ad where I say, hey, want to tell you about this product, blah, 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 blah. And I upload this to my hosting to all episodes that are live and also all new episodes that go live in the time that I have the sponsorship. There's also a link in the show notes. Um, But the cool thing is I can just take this out when the sponsorship ends. So I have made a deal. I have one sponsor I had for two months. And then I now I have a new sponsor for three months. So that means within those three months, I will have the sponsorship snippet at the start of my episode because that is what they chose for. And at the end of the three months, I just click a button in my hosting in Buzzsprout in this case, and it will all disappear. And that is what they pay me for. So that is another way to do it. Make sure that this is possible in your hosting platform because I know that in some hostings it is possible and in other hostings it's not possible and you don't want to go into every single episode and take out the sponsor's snippet manually. That is a ton of work, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend that. But if it's so easy, then it actually works really well because what I've seen, especially in this podcast, is that a lot of people listen to older episodes. They're still relevant and a lot of new people are discovering the podcast, which is super cool. So it makes sense for the sponsor that there is also something in older episodes and not just in new episodes. And it also might not be relevant anymore in a year's time or whatever. And from my own perspective, this podcast that we're talking about digital nomad stories is growing really fast and I am planning to increase my pricing of sponsorships as the podcast grows which is only normal right so what I do not want is that people will pay me a certain amount of money now and then they will get way more benefit from that sponsorship than what I'm getting out of it Because at this point, I cannot ask for the pricing that I will eventually ask, but they will still get the exposure from like years and years down the road. 
Um, so that was also, if this makes sense, I don't know if I'm rambling now, but if this makes sense, that is also something that I was thinking about is that I just want to increase pricing because it's growing so fast. I don't want to have a sponsor for pricing that was cool two years ago. It needs to be a win-win. So think about what model would be best for you and for your podcast, how you can explain this to the sponsor. And then also pricing-wise, also think about this. Because like I said, if there is a sponsorship snippet in your podcast forever, and you can also generally tell your sponsor, look, I have proof that people are listening to older episodes a lot, then that is very, very valuable, right? So don't underprice yourself. Another thing I learned from the interview with Jillian that came out earlier this week is also don't overprice yourself. That was a key tip that she had. She said that she started quite low in her pricing and that was very strategic because she wanted to make sure that she could over-deliver. And by doing that, she was really building a relationship with the sponsor. And I just love this. And I really took this advice and went with it. So what I did is, of course, I didn't want to overprice myself, but also not undercharge. So, you know, you have to find a little bit of a balance. Key tip here that I would have is make sure that it's slightly uncomfortable, but it's also not too crazy from a business perspective. Anyways, that's not really a very clear pricing advice, but I hope it's still helpful. And then for over-delivering, what I did is after a few weeks, maybe even after the first week, I sent my sponsor an email saying, hey, this is how it's going and this is the amount of downloads that you got for a sponsor snippet with a little screenshot that I took from the hosting. Everything is going well. Do you have any feedback or are you happy with how it is? And he actually did have a little bit of feedback. He asked me to cut out one sentence in the sponsored audio. So in the snippet, he wanted me to cut out one sentence. Cool, I'll do that. And he later said that he was so impressed that I sent that email with an update because he has been working with several different podcasters and no one ever did that. So by doing that, I stood out and I just gave him that extra little bit of service that he wasn't getting with other podcasters. So that is just building a relationship. Also for my other sponsor, I just check in every now and then. I just send an email like, hey, how's it going? Do you have any feedback? Is there anything else I can do? I would also maybe just like throw in a social media post for free if there's anything special going on every now and then. I mean, not every week, of course. Like I said, don't undercharge, but also work with your sponsor, you know, make sure that it is a win-win. And uh, that builds a relationship that you can then take into the future of your podcast. And you can then also increase your pricing accordingly as your podcast grows, as your relationship with your sponsor grows and it becomes more stable and they really see your value. So that is a tip that I got from Jillian that I would also want to give to you and just highlight in this episode again because it has been proven to be so, so valuable in my own like podcast sponsorship journey. So that was actually what I wanted to talk about in this episode. I hope you got some takeaways from this. I know that it is um, maybe difficult to navigate because there is not that much transparency around this topic. So I hope that this will give you some more insight. Another thing I want to say is, even though you don't have a ton of downloads, 
make sure you communicate the value of your audience very clearly to your sponsor. So that means that even though you don't have thousands of people listening to your podcast, if the right people are listening to your podcast, it can still be extremely valuable to your sponsor. Don't forget that. Don't think, oh, I only have 100 downloads per episode, so I cannot get a sponsor. That is simply not true. Okay, so that's it for this week, and I'll see you in the next app. And that's a wrap for this episode, and I have a gift for you. So before you go, do you ever feel like you're spending too much time on your podcast? Sure, it's fun, but it just takes you hours. I have definitely been there, and I have a few tips for you. Click the link in the show notes to join my free five-day productivity for podcasters challenge. I promise you're going to love it. Hey, podcast babe. Before you go, I want to tell you real quick about a free tool that we developed, a quiz. So if you have heard me talking about podcast monetization and all the different options that you have and you're like, okay, cool, but what's the right one for me? That is exactly what you can find out in this quiz. So if you go to thepodcastbabes.com forward slash quiz, you can answer nine questions. It will only take you five minutes. And one of the podcast monetization strategies will roll out of this quiz as the perfect strategy for you. Of course, I will also give you some tips on how to get started, some podcast episodes to listen to specified to the outcome of your quiz. So Go to the podcast babes forward slash quiz, take the quiz and start monetizing.